Peace. Greetings. 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 India. Give thanks, India. Greetings, Kashia. Thank you. You know I was waiting for Kashia. Loud and clear. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. I um you see I've been <clears throat> experimenting with the time. Peace, Antonio. Peace, James Gadabaki. You came in a little earlier. Peace, Hassan, Iris, Nikki Love. Greetings, Antonio. Yeah, yeah, I started 15 minutes later today to see, uh, <laughs> needed to hear a sentence. Yeah, true, you're right. I guess I do have to say something. Peace, Sherelle. Oh, you caught it live this time. Yeah. Yeah, I started 15 minutes later. You know, I, sometimes I like to experiment. Greetings, Naya. Good morning to you. Um, glad you took off that spoiled rotten. <laughs> um... But, uh, yeah, Ruhia, good morning. Esme, as always, Esme, always ready. The last Girl Scout. But, um, yeah, I was playing with the time a little bit. Man, my lips are real greasy. I'm sorry. Peace, Mojo Brown. Peace, Baba Logan. Cool <laughs> Matata. That's from my oil swishing. Or they call it oil pulling. I call it swishing. Peace, Baba Anwar. I mean, got some leftover um, uh, oil pulling oil. <laughs> but uh, yeah, greetings, greetings, Michelle. Greetings, everyone. I, I trust everybody is rested. E. Arlene. E. Arlene. Ooh, you are up early, dear. You are up early today. <laughs> I know where you're coming in from. Yeah, 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 welcome. I've been in some of them. I know, yeah, you catch some of them, Sherelle, but I know a lot of them, you uh, you know, you haven't been able to get get them where they get, when they're getting good. Oh, you started this doing any different online. Yeah, cool, man. Well, today's the first, you know, so that knowledge, we starting on the one, you know, as James Brown um, reintroduced to us the value of the one, you know, the one, the one. No requests, Mojo Brown. Why people procrastinate. I've already talked about that too many times. And I have a whole podcast called Procrastination. You know, peace, Fasse. You know. Yeah, oil swishing is good, man. You know what I mean? Um, and Yeah, and I did procrastinate. I talked about procrastination on another one of the, out of the, the commander days. I've gone over that. You know, Ikaro, strong mind, strong body, fitness, Bawani. You know? Yeah, man, so. <laughs> but yeah, man, that one. <clears throat> yeah, today's the one. Peace, Tanika. Good rise. K-Boogie. James Brown, you know, he was he was adamant about stuff hitting on the one. Peace, quantum love. You know? So, boom, you know, before that, it was a lot of two and four. Peace, peace, Baba Utu. You know, it was a lot of uh, of the two and four. You know, so he said, man, we ain't hitting on the upbeat. We're going to hit it on the downbeat. Peace, uh, peace, Sister Manera. Yeah, ask me if, if oil pulling makes you feel nauseous. You might want to try a different oil. You know, um, I've had really good peace, Ali Isha. Peace, Ali Isha. Stay strong. You got this, Alicia. Stay strong. Stay rooted, Alicia. Peace, Shannon. Peace, Shannon. Peace, Shannon. 
Keith Shannon, you know, yeah, you got this, Alicia. I'm telling you, you got this. This is just, this is your path to greatness. And there's things that turn around. We starting on the one and you strong. Remember that time I made you carry them bags back to the car, Alicia? And you was like, I can't, I can't carry all this, you know? And you know, you always wearing workout gear. And I was like, no, you're going to take this back yourself. I ain't carrying your stuff for you. You're going to take it yourself. And you brought it. You know, you strong. <laughs> Peace and dreams. You know, and dreams. But yeah, Esme, you know, on the oil pulling, you might want to try a different oil. And if it makes you nauseous, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Sometimes it's also the jaw strength. You know what I mean? Because it can get, you know, a little tiring. But you try sesame oil. Some oils, um, the, the viscosity is thicker than others. So, you know, it's, it's peace, Deidre. It's harder to pull. Sesame sesame oils sometimes can be a little smoother. But one of the things that you could do also um, that might help your nausea, Esme, is you can always mix essential oils, therapeutic essential oils, the ones you can actually intake. But you can you can infuse your your essential oils with the oil that you're pulling with. It, it makes for a very a very um, I was tempted to take the offer of those guys to help. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I wanted to be obedient, and you did it. Your body's strong. Your mind is strong. Like like the not strong like strong mind, strong body, fitness. I'm not gonna say your name, sis. I'm gonna keep pushing your brand. Um. But yeah, you could try different oils, you know, some some oils like Shannon just suggested ginger. Ginger is for nausea, you know, so um, what well, helps with nausea is not for nausea, but you know, you can try to infuse different things. Peppermint is great inside of the coconut oil that, you know, when you're swishing with that, because it also is an antibacterial, of course, um, but you can swish with oregano oil. You can swish um, peas, peas, pad mini. You know, you can put some black seed oil, you know, inside of the oil that you're swishing with as well. You know, this peace, Krishan. Good dawning to you. Good rise. Good rise, Krishan. Time to create some things. You know what I mean? Time to put some things together, right? So, uh, yeah, that, that could be a solution for your nausea. Or maybe it just ain't for you. You know, maybe it just ain't for you. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know it's mortal oil. I know that black seed oil is rough, but I like it because it makes me feel like an engine. <laughs> You know, and I put that mortal, that, that black seed oil is like, ah, you know, and I like it because not everybody likes it. <laughs> so I feel like we could form a more intimate relationship, you know, it's like, oh, don't worry, black seed oil. I, I'll, I'll take you home. I'll treat you well, you know, but um, yeah, there's, there's some solutions to that that you can apply. Yeah. A couple of drops of, of essential oil may help with that. And yeah, ginger would be great. Um... Peace, peace. Good dawning, Amal. Good rise to you, brother. You know, good rise to you, man. I know y'all. I know y'all are getting out that bed strong. You know, some of us sleep on the floor, some of us sleep in beds. But no matter what, I know we we standing up. We 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 getting up in a horse stance <laughs> and feeling the strength of us being able to transform. You know, nothing transforms and changes until you put your feet on the ground. That's that's the whole. That's the whole thing, you know, like Ghostface, Ghostface said, you'd be the whole issue the whole night. Peace, plant OG. Good rise. I think you, you know, I almost said where you're from, but I think you, I'm pretty sure you're down south. I think I remember with State Chan. But uh, yeah, man, good rise. Where you at, man? You know, but yeah, man, getting up out that bed, the way you get out is so important, man. That's why sometimes it's good to give yourself a, a couple extra minutes. Peace, Luis. Good rise. Mama Marva. 
Mama, 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 mama. <laughs> the cultivator of grandchildren. Good rise to you, sister. Good rise to you. But yeah, man, the way you, you hop out is so critical, man. You know, that's why sometimes it's good to give yourself a, a few extra minutes when you first give up. You know, give you if it's two minutes or three minutes. Good rise, precious mom. The precious mom. You know, she's so darling and precious. You know. But uh Rika Shy seven. Yeah, it's important, man, to just like kinda get come back to yourself after all that travel astral travel in the middle of the night. Stretch a little bit, even while you're just laying down, you know, stretch the neck a little bit, push the neck back, push the neck forward, stretch your feet. It's very important to stretch your feet while you're still laying in the bed. Just go in circles, you know, and then go the other way. So that way, when you step out of the bed, you're not like, oh, <laughs> sometimes you step a little wrong or you feel a little stiff in your, in your, your legs, but you want to you wanna feel strong going forward, you know what I mean? So, um... Good rise, Ia Alderay, the princess maker, Ia Alderay. You know, uh, good rise to you. Yeah, so you know, just just a little on how you're getting up. You know, a little little one and one and two. But um, you know, peace, 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 brother Brahman. Bending and twisting metal all around, like like only you can. You know. But, um, yeah, I wanted to build with you on something real quick. I always say real quick, but for whatever that means. That's just a, you know what I mean? Graciously equipped. Grand rising to you as well. I'm glad that you have been equipped graciously. You know what I mean? But, yeah, that me saying, like, y'all want to build with you somewhere, that's just really an up north thing. You know what I mean? You'd be like, yo, let me holler at you for, let me holler at you for a minute. It's just always you saying, because everybody's always in a rush. You know where, where we're from, so it it begins to build a certain um, format of vernacular. So we tend to speak a little quicker because people are like I ain't got time, I ain't got time, I got a train to catch, I got a bus to catch. You know, got to get to work, got to get to work. Or you might be in an area where you don't really want to be loitering around. So people, what, 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 what? I'm trying to get inside, but he starts shooting. You know, so that whole like, yeah, I'm gonna give, I want to talk about this real quick, or you know, that's just really. It's good to always understand the socio-ecological conditions that, you know, create the mind that we function out of. Because a lot of times those socio-ecological conditions are very deliberate, you know, and they, they create a deliberate mind. You're really caged in by it. And it affects, for well, maybe a very long time, the way that you present yourself to the world and, and extrapolate, you know, different occurrences inside of the world and even extrapolate the language that you you know, that you choose to use. But, um, yeah, so here's the thing, man. You know, listening, right, kind of made me just think about also what Ali Isha, Alisha talked about, like, with that time, you know, when I said take those, take that stuff to the car. And she was like, you're not going to help me carry this? <laughs> no. You know, I, I am not of the mindset that we take on so often that women are just these frail beings that you know like my chivalry you know requires me to I gotta push the door open for you I gotta carry this for you nah uh uh nah you gotta you got a strong body pick that crap up you know what I mean cause that's, that's a part of the glorification of, of your womanhood 
you know, you in the gym working out and bouncing around and doing this and doing that. Is it just for aesthetics, you know, or is it also for functionality? So, um, and I'm not saying that, yeah, I'm going, you know, give a woman a bunch of cinder blocks. They here, take that over there. And I ain't saying that. Although a woman can carry a cinder block, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but, you know, I'm a little different. And, you know, everything is relative, man. You know, sometimes, you know, I see, like, sometimes women who bodybuild. And there are men who be like, oh, man, that's too much. That's too much. I don't want a woman with all that muscle. Well, maybe because it's not relative to the amount of muscle that he has, you know. But there's, there's someone for everyone, you know. You might see a woman who has a large, you know, good morning, Ken171, you know, good morning. Yeah, Brother Antonio. Yeah, you know, you're getting started early, I see. <laughs> but, you know, you may see a woman who has... um you know, who's very shapely, who's very curvy, and she has large curves, we'll, we'll say. And um, you might be like, oh, that's too much, man, that's too much. But, you know, peace, Tommy Alexander. Peace, 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 peace. You know, but you might say that based on maybe the, the equipment that you're working with. You might, might be like, man, I can't get, I won't be able to get past, you know, the meat, to get to the meat based on what you're working with. Where someone else might be like, oh, I got this. Don't worry, I'm, I'm blessed, I got this. You know, so everything is is, is relative, you know. Everything is relative, you know. So, um, <laughs> you know, peace, change, change. Change, change, change. You know, so um, that's what I'm saying. Like, you might, you might look at a woman a certain way, and I, that's why for me, I want my woman strong. You know what I mean? Now, another, another guy might be like, oh, man, you can't have a woman, you know, um, lifting up two by fours or building chicken coops, you know, or, or, or things like that. You know, um, who are these people that do not hit the like button? Who sent you? Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know whose who man's them, them's are, man. You know, somebody come get your man and tell them to hit the like button. Yeah, you know, they, uh, like I told you, they, they just come to give it to me. Doom, 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 doom. <laughs> Give it to me, baby. You know, <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. So it's all relative, man, and it's all based on on your household. If you know that you're gonna have a physical household, then you might want women who work out and you know who are strong and can do a push up or can do a pull up or or whatever. And then for me, I'm gonna kind of um, project that pretty much on every woman. You know what I mean? Whether she's my woman or not. Nah, you take your butt up and you can walk. <laughs> you know what I mean? You can do this, you can do that. I ain't got to carry you or lift you over puddles. You better. I hope you can jump. You know what I mean? Because we got to be functional in this day and time. We're, we're not, we shouldn't be so relaxed where we're, where we have the, the um, possibility or the, think that we have the opportunity to be dainty, male or female. And anyway, we, we can't afford to be dainty. You know, we can't afford to be curated and preserved in this time because the time is so serious. And that's male and female alike. And like I said, it's all relative. You know what I mean? Um, what what may be too much for you may be just right for me. You know what I mean? Or, or, or vice versa. A woman may see me and be like, oh, no, that's too much. He, he that's, that's, a, that's, that's a big brother. That's, that's too much. But that sister who's 5'8 and 200 pounds might be like, mm-mm, that's... Mm -mm. 200 pounds solid alright just so you so you know 5'8 and 200 pounds might be like mm -mm, that's what I've been waiting for he 
because he looked like he could lift me up. <laughs> Good rise, Aquia. You up early. You probably ain't risen, though. You probably kind of laying to the side and just listening. <laughs> yeah, I know your time zone. You a little further back than the rest of us. You know what I mean? But yeah, you might look at me and be like, because I used to, that used to happen all the time. I was with a sister for a long time, and she was a um, model. So she was slim. She was about 5'10 and uh, real slim. And every time we were out, we used to laugh at it, you know, because she'd be like, oh, here it comes again. Like, big sisters would always, like, give her the eye. And she'd be like, oh, my God, here we go again. And, you know, this is, like, many years ago. And um, they would just, like, just hate her. And she was beautiful sister. You know what I mean? Beautiful, beautiful sister, you know, um, outwardly. Gorgeous sister. Let me put it that way. She wasn't all that beautiful on the inside, you know. But um, she was very attractive. And, um, you know, we just kind of figured out what it was after a while. Because <laughs> we were always like, what, what the heck is that about? What is that? You know what I mean? And we figured it out. Like, it's kind of like how I feel when I go in the store and all the double X's are taken. Well, this, this don't happen anymore. But back in the days when everybody was wearing oversized clothes and I see all these little guys with the double and the triple back down, I was wearing like triple X, four X. And I'd be like, you wearing, that's why I can't get it. You know, you don't took up all the triple that though. It don't even fit you right. You look like a duck or a penguin walking in that. You know what I mean? With your own size. You know, so I guess it's kind of like the same kind of thing. Like, your slim ass. Why don't you go get a slim man? Leave the big man for us. You know, something. I guess it's something like that. I don't know. You know what I mean? But I'm going to be with who I'm going to be with. And I like women of all sizes. I don't, you know, um, relatively. You know what I mean? So, but uh, yeah, man, it's all relative. But you got to be strong. You got to be strong in this day and time. Got to be strong to be in these streets. So, yeah, you know, um, here's the thing, man, about that. Um, like, and I'm just really bobbing off one story. Like, the Alicia was telling the time when I told her, no, carry your own stuff to the car. You know, um, a lot of times when it comes to this work, right? So, <laughs> It's Anu Life Global Ministries. It's plural, right? So it's not Anu Life Global Ministries. So what does that mean? There's multiple things to do, right? We have multiple jobs, multiple responsibilities. And if you read the paper, it always says we are service ministry. So what does that mean? Well, it's really a redundant statement, to be honest with you, because to minister means to serve. But, you know, some people don't know that. So they just say we're service ministry. Right. So here's, here's the important thing about that. And I, and I run into this a lot with um, different people I talk to call me for readings and things like that. Or people who look at me and they're like, Chief, I like what you do. I want to do what you do. I want to work with people like that. I want to do readings for people kind of I want to, you know, I feel like I'm a healer. And, you know, everybody feels like they're a healer. Um, I'm here to heal and to help my people. And, you know, that that whole that whole spiel everybody kind of gets into. But here's the thing. Um, when you're obedient, sometimes you'll come to the realization that the thing that it is that you're envisioning to do is not really for you to do. And a lot of times people feel like if they don't have this large visible calling or this large visible ministry that they're supposed to function in, inside of, that whatever it is that they're called to do is not worth anything. 
you know, so they, they have this, this, this idea like, well, if I'm not on a podium somewhere or if there's no press opportunities for what it is that, that I, that I think I'm here to do, then it can't be worth much, you know, and, um, nothing could be further from the truth. Nothing could be further from the truth. You know, you think about this, even in what I do, I'm only providing a stair step for a larger opportunity, you know, um, and primarily what I'm going to end up doing is telling the story, right? So the visions that I, that I personally have had and been given as far as what, where my people will be led to, I won't be fulfilling all of that. I don't even have time to fulfill all of it. It's not enough time in my lifetime, but I have the vision and I, and I'm laying the groundwork and I'm telling the story to, to select, to a select few. So they'll actually be the ones who will be more notable than I am. You see, um, almost like if you, again, and I know I use these kind of examples a lot, but if you look at Elijah Muhammad and look at Malcolm, everybody knows who Malcolm X is now. I mean, they didn't know back in the days he was a local figure, but very few people talk about Elijah Muhammad like they talk about Malcolm X. You see, but Elijah gave the story. Elijah gave the groundwork. And it was Malcolm who came and really didn't even understand everything that was being taught to him. That's where the rift came. But the little bit he had, he created a lot of notoriety around his energy. And and everyone rocks with him, whether you're in a nation or not, right? So sometimes your ministry will be to lay the groundwork and to tell the story, but it won't necessarily be to be the one, you know, it, it won't be to be that person. And sometimes that's that's hard to conceptualize, that's hard to come to, because we only look at serving or ministry or doing the work or spiritual work as this large thing, you know. Um, but I got a little tiny channel. <laughs> I got a little tiny channel here. I, I still don't even have 2,000 subscribers, right? But I, I meet people all the time that are like, Chief, your teachings have completely revolutionized my life. They've completely changed. They've done this. They've done. I, I hear this all the time, right? So it's not me. Like, I'm not, I'm not the one. I'm, I'm not the, 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 you know, the, uh, the big notable figure. But I'm helping to, to create the notable figures, you see? So my ministry is much smaller than what those people's ministry may go on to be. I got women who've come out of my ministry and yeah, they got like 80,000 subscribers, almost about to hit that 100,000 100, 100, mark. And similar to Malcolm, left not knowing much, <laughs> not knowing everything they, they, they should have known. Let's just say that. And the stuff they're teaching is, honestly, it's like kitty information. However, it's helping somebody to some degree. And that that's, I don't want to say it's shining brighter, it's shining differently, you know, but it, it's attracting a lot of people, right? So I might look at that and be like, but that I'm supposed to be, y'all supposed to be under me. I'm the, I'm the guru. And I, no, that's not, that's not what, what I was called to be in this space, right? So that's an important thing when we're doing the work, th that level of obedience to like, well, no, I, I need you here. That may look better. You may you may even think you'll be more comfortable there, but I need you here. And a lot of times that begins with the small things. It's it's hard to imagine often that if we can't 
get through the small things, we'll never get the larger things, right? Like, if you can't listen and be obedient when you're being given the small messages, you'll never hear the, the bigger messages because they all come the same exact way, you know? So I'll give you an example. When we talk about ministry, we talk about servant. And that's why I say, like, a lot of times when people say, oh, chief, I want to do what you, what you do, this and that. I ask them, what are you doing now? Well, nothing. I'm just learning. You'll never do what I do. It ain't in your heart. Now, I may not say it like that, but I know. I know who has a heart for this and who ain't got a heart for it and who's just doing it for notoriety or because they got laid off from their job and they think they can make some money doing readings or stuff like that. Or or, or they just, maybe they got a divorce and they, their, their wife or their husband told them they were nothing. So I'm going to go get initiated and then now you, I'll be known by a title and this and that. You know, peace, Christian. Peace, peace. Peace. Good rise to you. You know, I know your time is completely different than what we are right now over there. But um, so sometimes people get into this, these schools of thought, you know, for different reasons. A lot of times the wrong reason, unfortunately. But, you know, the, the thing about it is, is, again, the level of obedience that we're looking for. Where, where is the obedience? So so what I'm saying in that is that sometimes the small things, the small service, right? Is this? Now, I know it's going to sound crazy to you, but like, you ever been in the, you ever been in the supermarket and you you do something in your cart or your basket, whatever, and then like when you get ready to check out, you realize I don't really even want this, or you found something in another aisle that's that's more complimentary. You know how they always do you with peace, Cassie Derwin. Good, good rise to you. You know how they always do you with the coconut water. Coconut water be like in three different aisles because you got the Goya coconut water, which is, you know, and then you got the other one, then the health food session got called. You be like, man, the one over here, and then the Goya is like a little cheaper. And you're like, well, I, I could use, I could save that 50 cents, whatever it is, right? But you just figure out, nah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get this one instead of that one. You know what I mean? Or you, you, you get a thing of cabbage or, or squash, and then you realize, like I said yesterday, squash is grown up food. I don't want to eat no grown up food tonight. You know, so the thing about that is you'll be, you'll end up all the way now at the other side of the market from the produce side and you're in the frozen food section. So you just take the head of cabbage and you throw it on top of the uh, tombstone pizzas or on top of the uh, Gordon's fisherman fish, fish sticks or something like that. Cause you're like, man, I ain't walking back over there to put this stuff back. The cash, the, the checkout is right here, right? But then there's something gnawing in you that's like, don't be a, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Put it back. You know, I don't feel like walking over the other side of the spot. That's somebody else's job. Let them do it. You know, now that's where your ministry begins. Believe it or not. It begins there. Can you be obedient enough to um, be kind? You know, that's, you, you'll find a, a head of cabbage somewhere next to the tools. Peace, McCobe, Sandy, Paris. Greetings, 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 and good rise to you if it's, you know, the dawning where you're at. But, um, yeah, man, you'll, you'll be over there. You'll be walking through the tool section or, or where they keep the flashlights and, and batteries and, and mouse traps, and it'd be a, a, a head of lettuce just sitting there, like, next to the, uh, the, 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 the bee spray, you know, or the, or the light bulbs or, you know, or the dishwashing detergent, you know. And you like, now it's just sitting there going bad. It's just sitting there rotten because it should have been over in the cooler section. You know what I mean? That's where your ministry begins. 
<laughs> you see, or sometimes you get out to the parking lot right after after you go through all your your nonsense. You get to the parking lot and you know you you done with your cart. You un, you unload your cart. You do everything you got to do, and then you you get ready to pull off and you you trying to set that that wheel just right so it doesn't roll back down and hit your car. You know, and you're like, let me. Uh, let me try it this way. Let me turn it this way. Okay. And then now you become like a, a, a engineer. You you become an industrial engineer and you're looking at the pitch of the whole parking lot of the supermarket. Okay, the part the pitch is like this. And you're like, and the wind is moving at seven miles per hour. So with the pitch this way and seven miles per hour, and if a train left Albuquerque, New Mexico at one PM and what it would arrive in Chicago, if I just turn the car just like this, got it. And you then you're like walking away softly. Got it. Okay. And you pulling car. And then as you pulling off, you see it start moving and slamming in the side of somebody's car anyway. And you and that's when you really you skirt up out of the parking lot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or you could have just put it back where it said to return the carts. Why don't you just put it back where they said to put the carts back? You see? Um that's where your ministry begins. You know, um, it's like what you just said, precious mom. Like, it starts with a soft whisper. Can you listen to the small voice that says, put the food back where it belongs, you know, or put the cart back where it belongs? You know, I tell you one, and I know, I know all you women can relate to this one. Men don't do it so much, but you women do. Bro, this is something. All right, so they having a certain special, right, on, I don't know, turkeys or whatever you eat. Uh, um, ro beef? Roast beef? Do they sell beef? in a, I don't know. I don't know how you buy beef. I know they make roast. I don't know if they sell it in a big chunk like they do ham. But whatever. It's something you It's something you, you in the fan. It could be a bag of rice or whatever, right? And, you know, you look at the coupon, which is a beginning of obedience and you and the coupon says limit is two or limit is three you can only get two turkeys or or, or two um beef beef sides <laughs> i don't you know just just follow me for a little bit because i like i said I, I i've never bought bought that i bought bison um but i, I never bought like roast beef or uh what do they call pot roast pot roast i was trying to come think of the name um but it's like, you look at the coupon, it's like, dang, it's two or three. Now, I don't want two or three. I don't want two or three of them. I want a whole mud kitchen freezing freezer full of them. That's how many I want, right? So what you do is you 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 then look at your, at your, your, your children, you look at your nephews, your nieces, cousins, and you start handing out the coupons. You take one. You take, and you got all these little children with coupons. Okay. And and everybody got their own coupon. And everybody got two, three chickens in, in a cart bottom so, or a basket. All right, you get three chickens, you get three chickens, you get three chickens. Because the coupons say it's three as a, as a limit, right? And then you get up to the cart and it's you and you trying to act like you don't know them. Like it's just a whole bunch of independent little children all by themselves buying three turkeys by themselves. And you just... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Who baby, this is. <laughs> and then, 
the worst, you know, the worst thing that happens when they ring it up and there's some kind of tax and you want to riff like ain't supposed to be no tax on food. Now you put tax on, on, on products and stuff like that, but ain't supposed to be no food tax in this thing, but you can't really say anything. So you trying to slide up the extra dollar for the tax without them sitting like, oh, you know what? You know what? Don't worry about it, ma'am. I'll, I'll take care of it for them. <laughs> and oh, and I'll take care of this one too. And all five of your little children and nephews that you get, yeah, I'll, I'll just pay the extra tax for everybody. Ma'am, do you know these children? <laughs> Never seen them in my life. Never seen they don't even look like me, do they? <laughs> you try to change your facial features. They don't look like me, you know. Oh, because your your stinking rotten behind wanted to break the law. <laughs> The laws of the coupons. You want to break the coupon laws, <laughs> you know? So, truthfully, and you know what I'm talking about. I know all of y'all done it. I know you have, because I've been that little child. <laughs> Sitting there holding a bunch of steaks <laughs> with a coupon, you know what I mean? And, and, and the exact change in my hand all at the same time. I've been that child. So I, I know you know what I'm talking about, right? So, <laughs> and then catch an attitude if somebody got a retired, uh, expired coupon or something like that, you know? Uh, but, you know, that's where your ministry begins. Can you listen? Can you be a being? Is it really right to do? You know, and sometimes it, it starts with, the, with those small annoyances. You know what I mean? Where it's like, come on, this ain't no big deal. I could do this. Hey, I tell you something. You know, um, remember when I told you, like, yeah, there was times I, I'm in a store, the line is long. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get them, baby. I'm, you, you got to get got. Like it's, I come back later. You, I shop here all the time. You gonna get it back. And plus, every year they have to account, account for shrinkage. You know what I mean? So just throw me in the shrinkage, you know, statistics, because this little thing that I'm, I'm not gonna wait 30 minutes online you know, for a screw. <laughs> nah, I'm sorry. I'm out. Right? I'm going to tell you something crazy. Don't you know, I got a big reading one time, right? And the reading said, the Babalao, he said, um, this was, this was over on the continent. It was, it was some, a big, big ceremony that I was, I was a part of. And, uh, he said, yeah, Haru, he said, um, uh, don't steal. And I'm like, what are you talking about? he was like, no. He was like, even if even if the thing that you want to steal belongs to you and you're taking it back from the other person, one of your taboos is that you can't steal. <laughs> the divine always knows your poison. <laughs> he said, even if it's rightfully yours. Don't don't go, don't kick anybody's door in or anything like that to go take it back. And I've had situations, I'm 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 literally in a situation right now where somebody stole some of my things. This is where the thumbs down is coming, because this this little uh gremlin. That's why you always see on my, my videos I always have at least one thumbs down. It's one person. But I'm in a I'm in a uh situation now where somebody stole a bunch of my stuff that I could easily go retrieve easily in a blink of an eye without a second thought um but there's taboos now am i saying that <laughs> yeah gremlin 
Am I saying that I haven't violated that taboo since that reading? No, I violated it. I might violate it again. <laughs> Very tempted. You know, I got some strong legs, you know. But um, it ain't for running. But, uh, you know, the thing about it is that those are the small voices that begin, like, you know, S Sister uh, Precious Mom said, that begin your ministry. You see? Where you're, you're told very small things and, you know, they, they become like divine hunches. Sometimes even when I'm delivering insights, right? These would be insights. I call them insights. Um, you know, there's certain messages sometimes when if I might say it to myself, it, it kind of falls flat. Like, you know, because before every... Um, I have a certain strategy I'm enacting, but the tactics are how I deliver the message, right? Um, so right before I click the go live and everything, you know, I think for a second, okay. And I, I know, I know what the, I always, every insight I have I, that I do is one word. So in my mind, <clears throat> that's what somebody noted on that yesterday. They said, wow, it's amazing that you you can greet everybody in the chat and still stay on topic. Yeah, you know, it seems like I'm freestyling. I, I am to a degree, but there's actually a word that I have penned in my mind that always keeps me. So today's word was obedience. So every insight, every podcast you've ever seen me done, I, I whittle it down to one word. I whittle it down to, I, in my mind. I don't say it, you know, and it might not even be in the title. And then so as I'm speaking, you know, I'm relating everything to obedience no matter if i'm telling the story it's going to be related to obedience it's going to so that's what that's what allows me it's just a little trick that i do and then when i want to expand and get more complex now i'm giving you a little guidance on like how you put together a presentation um or certain styles always have your central word and then always have your central sentence and whenever you even get lost you can just repeat that sentence you can repeat that word you know so as you're speaking grow as you're speaking, you might say, you know, you're talking, talking, you're telling a story, and you say, you know, and you pause, you might lose your spot, and you say, obedience. You just say it out loud. Obedience. Then come right back to it, right? And then if you still feel like, okay, obedience, <laughs> I'm still lost, then you then you use your, your guider sentence. So let's say if the guider sentence, I didn't create a guider sentence for this message, but let's say if the guider sentence is, um, uh, if we can't be, if, if, if we're unwilling to listen to the small messages about the smaller ministries, we'll never be able to enter into our destiny for the higher ministries or for the larger ministries, right? That might, that might be my sentence. So that's what I'll use as my, my tether anchor. Obedience. Boom. Might say something else. Or I might still be lost. Obedience. Uh, okay. Then I'll just repeat the sentence. Right? Now, what I'm doing is I'm recreating, I'm creating what we call phrasing or, or rhetorical theme. Um, I learned this method. I didn't, No one taught it to me. I learned it in music, actually. Um, in particular, jazz music. It's called phrasing. It's one of the things you do. Um, there might be a certain melody that... Um, you use throughout the song to kind of create a frame of the song, you know, um, or if you listen to like Lenny Williams and he just keeps saying, oh, 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 right? So 
he just keeps singing that over and over. Peace, peace, Kenneth Williams, over and over again. So whenever you hear that, whenever you think of the song, whatever, you know, oh, that song where he kept saying, oh, 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 girl, 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 I, 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 I love you. You see? So you can do that when you're speaking. Now, some people use it as a form of hypnotism. You know, it's a form of mind control where they just repeat a phrase three times. You know, random donations, random donations, random donations, you know. And they'll just keep saying it over and over again. But, you know, again, you could use it as a method whenever you, you're doing a presentation or something and you kind of lost your way. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you could use an anchor word. <laughs> I'm always laughing. But uh, you could use it as an anchor word. And, um, you know, yo, where's YG Gutter? <laughs> I just try. Where you at? You know? But, um, yeah, so that obedience thing. See what I just did? See what I did? <laughs> see what I did? That obedience. See what I just did to myself? See how, it, and, and yeah, I'm, I'm going to give you all the secrets. So I'm sitting like this, right? Kind of leaning on my right elbow. And then I finished what I wanted to say about giving you little tips on, you know, um, you know, presentation. I straighten my spine because I want to get back to the point. So you see what I did? I'm, I'm just giving my little my little stuff. Straighten my spine, and then I use my tether word to bring me back on point with my with my shrine. I mean, with my spine straight. So I was like this, giving that little side information. Bent the spine, took a little detour. So yeah, obedience. Boom. You see. Just little, you know, little little tips on, because <laughs> you know you never know when your time will come to present and and give information to people and help people in that way. And sometimes we get a little nervous if we don't have a template. That's always where the collapse of confidence is. Whenever we feel don't feel confident to do something, is because we lack the formula and the template. If you have a template or if you have a formula, it's like yeah, I could do that. I, I know how to do it. But if someone's like, hey, can you do an hour-long message or a two-hour or three-hour-long message, we might get nervous because it's like, wow, I don't I don't know. But if someone says, okay, I'm going to show you every, every – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break it down for you by the minute, every five minutes, every three minutes, boom, 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 this is what you're going, you'll transition. Oh, I can do that. That's easy. That's why we got notes, right? You know, so those formulas are important to learn, you know. But anyway, going back to obedience. Um, and notice what my body posture did. Peace, Eddie Moon. Peace, good dawning to you, my brother. Good rise, good rise. Um, like I told you, I studied the physiognomy. So even when I used to look at different speakers that I admire, I'd look at how they, how they, how they, peace, James Gadabaki. I would, I would rock how they, i look how they rock their, their movements and stuff. You know, Jesse Jackson was the master with the hands, you know what I mean? And I know I speak with my hands a lot, you know what I mean? But I don't, not, I'm not. That's just how I talk in general. I'm, all, I'm a, you know, I'm a very, I gesticulate with the hands a lot. But Jesse would kind of like have a way of putting his hands over and up. He knew, he knew how to catch all those good potential camera. Those, you know, we talk about those snapshots. He was always posing for the snapshot. You know what I mean? Um, I'm not so much like that. You know, um, but like I say, he's a much, he's a much more genius um, and effective speaker than I am, you know, or than I'll ever be, you know, 
but um, you study study the grades, you know. Um, so, like I was saying, see what I just did. I'm gonna bring it right back to obedience. A lot of times, uh, the issue is that we don't really have faith in that voice. You know, when that voice is telling us do this, do that, we don't really see the relevance in it. You know, because we lack faith and faith, we lack faith. And not only the power or the effectiveness of that voice or the relevancy of that to what it is that we want to do. You know, it's 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 very similar to even like the way we treat people. You know, um, I know some people who are really mean and really nasty and then they get around me and they're all smiles. Hey, Chief, peace, how you doing? Mm -mm. It, it, you know, <laughs> you can't be horrible to, to people in general and be nice to one person and then be classified as a nice person. You're just a horrible person, period. You know, and I know whatever smiling you're doing in my face is now, it's, it's agenda laced because that's not really what your nature is, right? So, you know, just for example. So, it's the same thing. Um, sometimes we get irritated by these things that the creator is. Peace, Brittany. Good rise, good rise, good rise, good rise to you, Brittany. Um, sometimes we can, we can get irritated by the most high. We get irritated by the creator because it's like, I don't feel like putting that cabbage back. <laughs> you know I got something to do. You know, I don't I don't feel like putting the cart back over there. That's somebody's job. If I put the cart back there, then they ain't gonna have something to do. You know, I'm I'm creating employment by taking the cart home with me. <laughs> and so my, my children can make a go-kart out of it. We're gonna bring it back later. You know, or sometimes you're walking down an aisle and you'll see something on the floor and you'll hear a you'll hear a voice that says pick it up and put it back on the shelf you're like that ain't my job <laughs> somebody works here that's their job to put that pick that stuff back up they should have put it on the shelf properly the first time it wouldn't have fell up this is why you'll, you'll be wandering the, the earth your entire life talking about I, you know I feel like I know my purpose but I'm not sure but I don't know where to start you were already given a start in the in the store. You didn't want it. Sometimes you go you go into a, a clothing store and you take something off if if you still shop off the rack, but you take something off the rack and you you know you halfway put it there because you got other things in your hand, so you putting it back with one hand and it falls on the floor. What do you do? That's somebody's job. Or if if you if you feel like you want to be magnanimous like magnanimous. You might take the thing and instead of putting it back on the hanger, you'll just drape it over the whole rack. <laughs> and you know you hear that voice that's saying, that's not how you found it. Put it back on the hanger properly. Why would you just lay it over the rack like that? You know, so this so now the women can the woman can come right behind you and you know you're gonna try to inch up away from when she comes to fix it and you act like you had nothing to do with that. <laughs> you know, just put it back where you found it. You see, so that's where your ministry begins. Your ministry doesn't begin, you know, like even this little YouTube stuff. This, this is this is nothing. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't mean to, I don't mean to belittle it like that, but this ain't this ain't it. You know, um, like I said, there's so many different things that we end up doing. And here's the important thing: the most important thing that you got to understand, if you don't already understand it, but you probably do. The people who need your help the most are not tuning in to a channel like this. If you're a person who's a part of a temple, a 
be a part of an Elay. The people who need the greatest help of what that Elay could provide, they don't they don't go to a shrine. They don't go to an Elay. If you're a part of a church, you know, I know some of you go to church still. You know, well, I mean, COVID, I know, has messed up that whole, you know, money grab. You know what I mean? But the pastors are still asking for cash apps and stuff. So, you know, the game, the game goes on, you know. But um, not to dis, no disrespect intended. But but if you're Christian, whatever you go, you go to a church. You know, um, peace, peace, Miss Cindy Jones, Private Eye. Um, if you go to a church, one of the things to keep in mind is like the majority of the people who need need this word and need this help are not here. So possibly this vision that I that that I have of like me being in this church and, and ministering and getting the accolades and that's where my ministry begins. It's not that. Maybe it's out there in the streets, you know, and it's out there in those quiet small places where people would be embarrassed to say, I need help. Sometimes it is in the parking lot, you run into someone or your your cart hits somebody's car, or somebody's cart hits your car and you could jump out and flip out, but that might be a, an opportunity in a moment to shed some light. That's where your, your ministries begin. If you know, um, it doesn't begin with the glitz and glamour. Now, if you can't get past that phase, you'll never get to the glitz and glamour. It doesn't happen that way. Peace, Gypsy Gray. Good dawning to you. Good rise. Good rise. Good dawning. Good dawning. Good dawning. Good dawning. You know, I'm just the way she wrote it. There's a whole lot of W's and N's and G's in there. But um, <laughs> so that's the thing. A lot of times uh, we have to learn obedience on the smallest levels. And, you know, sometimes even like when I'm working with people and I get people like that all the time, like, chief, I want to work with you, chief. I want to be your understudy or chief. I want you to coach me. I want, I want coaching services. And I'm talking to them. And everything I say, they twist. They twist it based on what they want to hear. They misinterpret it based on what I, what they want to hear. You know, um, they may say, hey, you know, chief, I got all kinds of spirits who come and talk to me. And, you know, I, I know I'm just like a, a powerful vessel. They just all speak to me. And then I'll say something like, those could be demons coming to talk to you. How do you know that, that you know, you shouldn't have a bunch of spirits just coming to talk to you like that? Something's wrong, you know? Oh, well, no, I didn't mean it like that. Okay, well, you know, let me let me, let me me say it so that you're going to say What I'm saying is that, no, I'm saying, like, I have a lot of my ancestors that come and talk. I understood what you just said. Let's try it again. <laughs> now, you can't listen in, in the small times like that. How are you going to listen when, you, when you're speaking in front of, well, let's say 20 people, 20 people, 100 people, 500 people, and there are people in front of you who are ailing and who are hurting and they're coming to you so that you can channel healing to them and you're stuck in your own narrative because you can't even listen to the cries in their, in, in their spirit. You see, you can't even hear it. You see, so it, it starts, all of this starts with your ability to listen and your power and your willingness and your receptiveness of obedience. And yes, Sometimes it is. Pick that up. Yeah, I know you. I know you don't work here. Just pick it up and put it back on the shelf. You know, establish some order. Or you got some frozen food. You know, you got some frozen broccoli or whatever. You know what I mean? Or some frozen berries for your shake for the for the for the Anu fast. But now you're on the other side of the supermarket or wherever you shopped, or maybe you shopped at, at, at Wally's. And yeah, we got a frozen section over here, but we also sell 
underwear. <laughs> you know, so now you're you buying some slippers and you got these frozen berries and you're like, you know what, I should get some fresh berries. And you take them frozen berries and you slip them on next, next to the slippers and the pajamas, right? That's where your ministry begins. Because there's always going to be that voice that's going to, don't do that. You know better than that. I raised you better than that. Don't do that. You know, now your willingness to listen or not to listen is what determines everything. You know, peace, king, preach. <laughs> Said I made it. Late, but made it. Nah, you right on time, man. Don't even worry about it. King, preach. The artist. You know, Alicia says, the voice was audibly strong after my reading for months, speaking to me and providing guidance until I left the country. I was... So I left the country, it periodically comes back through music, but it's often too faint to make out. <laughs> yeah, sometimes we have louder things in our ear that need to be removed. Remember when I spoke about yesterday, union and removing the blockages and the, impedi the impedance between you and, and the divine. Peace, Sarnetta. Peace, Sarnetta. Peace, Sarnetta Wilson. I'll answer this question. I know I don't answer all the questions, but this is, why not? Sometimes I'm feeling it, sometimes I'm not. I know you fellas are like, you always answer the women's questions and not our questions. Deal with it, man. You a man. What if that voice speaks negative random thought? That's your own self doing that. That's all. That's your own self. You know, you got, you, you got squashed up demons inside of your subconscious. That's what sometimes you walk by someone, you'll be on the street, and then you'd be like, I wonder what their head would look like cut off just dangling by like a thread. You have a thought like that. Oh, uh, what if I just took a razor and just slashed that person in their foot, their face, all different sort of ways. That's, that's, that's the darkness that's in you. That's all. And you got to use greater light to flash that out. You know, sometimes you can be walking by somebody with a stroller and you'd be like, or they, they're carrying their baby on their back. Peace, 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 Jamie. Peace, what's going on, my brother? And you might be like, I wonder what it would be like if that baby just fell off, fell out of the carrier onto the ground. Would it die, or would it still live? Because babies, their bones, their bones are real soft. But would it, would it die instantly? Or, you know, you get you get morbid kind of thoughts like that. That's just the darkness that still exists inside of us sometimes. You know, um, and you don't have to admit to those thoughts, but you know, a lot of people have them because of the transmissions that we receive regularly. You know, we we have. You think about the, the transmissions that, that go through these digital airwaves, man. Don't think you don't pick up on them. So even when you walk in by somebody's house and they're, they're playing uh, a, a gaming system and they, they're shooting up people and stuff like that, that, that sends a vibration out. And you soak that up. You know what I mean? That's, that's the dangers of melanin. <laughs> it soaks and amplifies. It doesn't matter what it is, whether it's relatively good or relatively bad. It, it soaks it up and amplifies it. You know, um, so that's why you have to constantly be pushing in better light, better light code transmissions to clean out and to saturate yourself with. You know, that's that's how you get through that. And even all of those different small moments of obedience, that's letting the light in, you know. But um, when you're like, eh, eh, I know I'm supposed to do this, but and like I told you, but is always the fall. It's always the fall. But I know you're right. But, well, here we go. Here comes the stupidity. Here it comes. Every time. Peace, Alex Lagant. The glove. You know, greetings. Good morning to you. You know, but, um, yeah, so the ministry starts, man, with 
the small obediences. You know, it, it's very interesting because the Quran says that Satan's peace, Chef Bougie, Satan's only power is a soft whisper. You know, he's, he's the whisper of evil, right? So you're, you're hearing that, that whisper, peace, peace, Paula Sanchez, all the way from the West Coast, the left coast. Hope y'all. I hope you you're not you're not in those, those fires, you know. Um, I'm not gonna be answering all these questions. I'm, I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'll go to Esme because you've been you've been um, faithful. I get that, but it's usually. Let's see, here we go. When somebody says I get that, it's usually the next thing that comes is usually not right. I get that, but it's usually in a defensive manner. Like, what if someone tries to rob the taxi? Which head will I slam into a window? Thanks for identifying this, my darkness. Yeah, that's still darkness. Why are you even thinking about somebody robbing a taxi? And you're a woman. You ain't slamming nobody's head into nothing. You're a woman. So why are you in a taxi without your man? Why are you Why are you driving around, riding around in a taxi uncovered and unchaperoned? Peace, Joyce Isley. You know, sometimes we don't realize the very culture that we live is, is automatically going to derive certain negative thoughts. You know, it's just like if I'm a man and, and I and I don't have a woman or, or um, you know, I want children. But, you know, I, for whatever reason, my culture doesn't doesn't promote family, then I'll start maybe having some kind of perverse thoughts as it relates to children in childhood. You know, maybe now I'll start drifting over to certain websites that only a sick, deviant, perverted beast who deserves nothing but death would drift over to. You, you know what I mean? So you have to look at the culture also, you know. So, for instance, like, again, like I said, the thing with the coupons and, the, you know, yeah, women probably do it. Why? I know women because men usually are not going to be in the supermarket shopping with the children. Right? Based, based on the culture that many of us live. Now, um, have my youth been with me at, you know, at the auto zones and at Pet Boys and, you know, in, in advanced auto parts? Have they been with me at Home Depot and Lowe's? And yeah, you know, because that, that's where I'm at. <laughs> you know, that's where I go, you know. Um, not to say that I haven't, never, I've never gone to whole food stores that so I ain't promoting but food spots and stuff like that but yeah you know it a lot of it is cultural based so a lot of times when certain things happen and this is why sometimes people get frustrated with the answers from me not realizing that the answers from me are the answers for the divine that's what i'm channeling so they, they'll sometimes express a certain issue to me and you'll hear me say where's your man at what did your husband say i ain't got no husband I. that's the problem it's the, you're talking about a symptom i'm telling you the root cause of it you're living the wrong culture and you're trying to come to me, someone who's channeling the right culture and see what answer I have for you. I ain't got one for you. You know, I always use that example. If you look at the Quran and you look at the, at the, um, the Torah, I always found it a very interesting segment of those teachings is that there's no teaching in there for people who do not want to want to commit themselves to Islam or commit themselves to Judaism. There's no teachings in there for them. The only teaching they have for them is come over here. You know, confess, bend on one knee, get baptized, be a part of this, this fellowship. And then now these particular rules and things will apply to you. You see, but if you try to read those books, it's just like they're, 
you know, just great advice or whatever. I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm going to do my thing and I'm going to pull the advice from over here. Then your life continue will, will spiral out of control even deeper because now you're taking on certain things that you should know better, you know, but you, you, you're now giving things that now say, well, now you're going to be punished even harder if you disobey this. You know, so now because you're, you're you're taking on information of this this fraternity or this is sorority, but at the same time you want to function outside of it and take what you want. You know, so that's when people say, well, you know, I read that stuff, but I take the things that apply to me or the things that resonate with me, and I leave the rest. That's why your life looks so messed up. And I want you to understand, like when I say things like that, it's not to condemn you; it's to it's, it's to help you. I'm not trying to hurt you. I'm trying to help you. You know, I was asked that question recently. Um, and I'm and I'm gonna say this for those listening. Don't worry, I'm not gonna call you out. You know who you are. And it was about, um, you know, what are we supposed? What are we allowed to do? You know, as far as in our new, like, well, we're not allowed to do this. We're not allowed to do that. And I explained, you're allowed to do whatever you feel like doing. You can do whatever you want. But because I can articulate logically, spiritually, emotionally, metaphysically, mentally. The, the consequences of what you choose to do and it and it hits and it and it um well once somebody in the group can explain what uncovered means to Macomb Sandy Paris. We got enough honored men and women in that chat. Y'all can explain it to her. She just asked a question. So and explain it right. Don't mess it up. So you know you do whatever you feel like doing, but I'm, but I, I can tell you the consequences of what you're going to do. Now that's a gift. That's me helping you. That's not me condemning you. Right. So sometimes we get, we get like women who are like single and they're like, well, I'm single. I, I want to be in a family. I don't have a family. So in the meantime, I'm going to function in a way that I'm used to functioning. Well, this is how I always came up. And if like, if I say like something like, well, you going out late at night, like, you shouldn't really be going out late at night. But if you have to, you should be chaperoned. There should be a man there who's covering you, who's making sure that you're safe. I got to find a man before I go out at night? No, you don't have to find it. You don't have to do anything. You can do whatever you feel like you do, like doing. But understand that all these things that you're bucking back against, stupidly, because it's stupid to buck back against that, these are all the things that are making you never have a man. You see, so you're going to be 90 years old. I got the, the still alone. You see, so how do you conform and, 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 and get into that position and make room and make space and hold space for me? You, you, you see what I'm saying? You're, you're constantly moving in a way where there's no space for him to be there because of your, your rebellion that you've learned from people who were not even enlightened or conscious. So why would you even hold that up as a continual standard once you come into awareness? You see, and that's for everybody. I know that that may like hurt some feelings or whatever, because that question always comes up. Well, if I don't have that, what do I do? This is like the Quran and the Bible. I'm not going to give you guidance on how to how to get around the rules, because I know what that will bring you. And it will bring you the thing that you're saying that you actually don't want. And I know it may sound weird. It may like I'll take me, for example, give you a great example. I was talking to a, a sister the other day, right? And she asked me something about um, food, right? And, um, you know, she was expressing an interest in me, right? 
so she asked something about food and she was like, I'm, I'm trying to remember what the conversation was, whatever, right? So I said, um, well, I don't really, I don't, I don't do that, you know? Oh, she was asking like how I eat, you know what I mean? Because um, she was like, yeah, look, we, we should, we should kick it or whatever. I'm like, yeah, well, you know, right now I'm, I'm, I'm finishing up this, this, this fast, this liquid fast, you know what I mean? So I'm not really eating or whatever. And then she was like, oh, but like what kind of things do you eat or whatever, this and that? And I said, well, you know, basically the way the conversation was like, I was like, well, I'm, I'm not really, I'm not making that for myself. Like, women will make that for me. You know what I mean? So she was like, wow, it must be great to be you. And, <laughs> you know, and she, you know, she was, she was 25, you know, is 25. So, you know, so we, we're talking and I'm like, you know, so I got, I explained a little bit, you know, now you ain't no little girl at 25, you, you know, you, 20, you old, old enough to understand some things, but. I was like, yeah, you know, so as a man, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm, I know there's a certain role that I hold down, a certain role that women hold down, and I'm not gonna step into that world and fill up that world and, and delude myself into believing that I don't want her to come in here and, and do this, you know, even if I could do it better than her, you know, you know what I mean? So there's a lot of, so that will keep me without a woman for the rest of my life. I got a friend like that. He brags about that all the time. I cook my own food. I can wash my own clothes and this and that. I, 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 he's always bragging about that. And he he gets these little fly-by-night chicks because he's real handsome. So he gets these little fly-by-by female standards because he looks like Kirk Franklin to me. But it is what it is. Maybe women like Kirk Franklin. I don't know. But, um... He gets these little fly-by-night women. He'll rock with them for like 10 days, <laughs> you know, to get that beast off. And then somehow they get into an argument and then it falls apart. It, this has been going on for years, for years upon years upon years upon years, right? And, you know, as we get older, we get more stubborn, <laughs> you know, and he's around my age. So it was like, you ain't never going to get a woman now. Like, it's, it's a wrap, you know what I mean? You're just going to be bouncing around. And, uh, and I know he wants to be in a more stable situation, but he's got this mindset where it's like you constantly impeding upon where you shouldn't be. And I, and I know that's what he's arguing about with these women because he's in their space. You know, one situation he was in, he got into an argument with, with his sister's daughter. He was over her house and the daughter was over there being disrespectful. And I'm like, well, you know, you were in her space. And it's like, you super emotional. So it was like three women in the space. Women don't like to, like grown women don't like to be in the same space together like that. You know what I mean? You should have had that just spot. You, you know, but it, so it's just a whole long thing with that, right? So a lot of times, like I said, I just want to be clear that I'm not giving you, you better do this and you better do that. I'm helping you. And that's a ministry unto itself because it makes people hate me. <laughs> they think, oh, chief is rough on a chief. No, it's not me. I'm just telling you what is going to happen. You do whatever you feel like doing. But here's the important thing that you got to understand. The help you get in now is not going to be the help you get in tomorrow. Right? So when you're when you're getting older and the time is going by and you're like, damn, I'm lonely, I'm lonely. And then you calling me for readings and like, chief, what's up with my love life? I told you what was up with your life, love life 10 years ago. I got nothing. I, I ain't got no help for you. Let's talk about something else. You know, I, my job is not to compensate for your wickedness and your rebellious and your stupidity. That's not my job. The Most High doesn't even do that job. <laughs> Most High did it did it once. If you look at 
again, the stories of the Bible. I will come down in the form of a son and I will basically kill myself. That's it. <laughs> now, you can either accept that offering and that sacrifice and you can come on or you can keep acting stupid. And I'm going to tell you the consequences of what happens if you keep acting stupid. But how much do you want me to do? You know, when y'all rail against certain things, look at all the teachings I've done over the years where I've told you this is the this is the essence of masculinity. This is the essence of femininity. This is and then I gave it to you metaphorically. This is water. This is fire. This is positive. This is negative. This is Shiva. This is Shakti. This is this is Asar. This is Aset. Gave you all these different examples of how we're supposed to peace, 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 Marjavari. Good rise. Gave you all these examples of how we're supposed to interact with each other. I gave you Sun, moon, and stars, the divine family. I gave you that that segment. I've done all these. In all my books, I've taught 14 keys. This is how we interact with each other. The Anu way. This is how we interact with each other. And you still sitting back talking about, so you mean to tell me I can't? Like, how many ways do I tell you? And at what point do I start being the dummy for still trying? Now, again, go ahead and do what you feel like doing. But sometimes we don't realize these are the things that make us unattractive. And that's why we don't have anybody. Because we're not likable. Because we don't, we don't, we're not acting like we're supposed to act. See, like, so when I told that little 25-year-old, like, yo, boom, I'm not making that. And, and then I was like, I asked her, I was like, how do you prepare food? You get to prepare food? And and she was like, oh, why you want me to cook for you? I was like, no, I don't want you to cook for me. But if you want, if you're gonna be around me, you're gonna act like you're supposed to act, right? This is upon like first meeting, and her expressing an interest. I'm like, nah, like you can't be around me. Like we we gonna we gonna go out to dinner. So, nah, I ain't doing none of that stuff. Nah. So if you're gonna be around me, these are things that you're gonna have to do from Rick. Now, do you think she was like, so you mean to tell me I gotta no? What was her response? Okay, I can learn. That all right, that sounds fun. Because I'm holding space for you. You see what I'm saying? I'm not saying, oh, you need to come over and try my uh I don't know, cream boule. That's probably not even a real thing. It just sound like sound like it would be a dish. I don't know. <laughs> you need to come over and try my fondue. You know, no, I ain't doing none of that for you. None of that. You know what I mean? I'm gonna sit down. I'm going to watch some, some Rick and Morty, you know, or, or some Bob's Burgers while you in there making my food. Like, that's that's what I'm going to do. You see what I'm saying? Now, you're going to be making it. Well, I might buy the groceries. I might not. <laughs> but, you know, the food will be there, but you're going to make it. You, you see what I'm saying? And then you're going to put it on my plate. It's going to look pretty, too. And then you're just going to slap it off with stuff spilling off into my leg and all the steam in the water and I gotta drink it off the side of the plate first so those spill we ain't doing none of that. You see what I'm saying? So I'm holding space for you. So now I could feel the attractiveness when she was like, okay. Cause now there's there's somewhere for her to be. Then you're gonna be alone all your life. That's the sacrifice. And when you feel the hunger and the pain of that sacrifice, then you'll you'll recognize like, yeah, there's something that needs to be here. You know, and sometimes, unfortunately, some of like we go. I'm talking about the men, but some of you women don't realize that something happens. 
Then that's when I get those texts. Chief, you was right. You were right. You know, I got into a car accident and a guy jumped out and he was all irate. And I and I honestly I didn't I didn't know how to react at that moment. And I was just hoping that somebody stopped their car or the police would hurry up and come. Cause I didn't know what that man was gonna do. Can I tell you not to be out there unaccompanied like that? Unchaperoned. Didn't we already had this conversation? Don't be asking me for no oil or no bath, no protection spell to give you. No. The protection was using your brain and following the culture. You chose not to do that. So what do you think that comes later? Judgment. You know? Or you know how many sisters I told back in the day? Man, take that stupid ass weave out your hair. Man, take that, that off. Man, don't be wearing it. Unless you want to strip, if you want a blade getting money, that's different. But if you're not selling anything, you don't need to be dressed like that. Now at our age, they ball-headed. Judgment. That ain't nothing but judgment. Your body now has, has delivered to create his judgment on you. Oh, you kept me like this? You messed up? It's a protective style. It's a protective style. There ain't no damn protective style. You ball-headed now. You see? So now what sacred oil do I have for you now to get your hair? Don't be ball greased. I ain't got nothing for you, player. I told you back then, stop doing Like, this is what's going to happen if you keep doing that to your, to your hair. Bro, you see what I'm saying? So that goes for all of these different things. And I know it sounds heavy and, and you know, it doesn't it doesn't make me sound as, as lovable and warm <laughs> and things like that. But that's what ministry is sometimes is putting yourself in a position where everybody ain't so happy with you. And like, I don't want to hear this. And, you know, sometimes that's that's what it is, man. And trust me, I'm not saying it. Yet sometimes they get to a point where wild girl will cast the oil can't save them. There's a whole lot of remedies we can use. Black seed oil works for, for growing hair. Castor oil works for growing hair. Um, I, I came up with this thing with castor oil and uh, wheatgrass. You know, after you wheatgrass and you have the leftover pulp, you could take that and make packs with that. Put that with castor oil, heat it up and put it on your head. But we get to a point where it's done. It ain't coming back. Because you abused it for so long. That hair ain't coming back. It's never coming back. You, you see what I'm saying? So y'all can list all the, 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 the little tricks you want. It ain't coming back. If that was the case, you wouldn't see all these, these 50, 55, 60-year-old women with uh with Caesars. Talking about, I, I just like it. It's so easy. I just get up in the morning and I just go. I ain't got to worry about all that. No, you want to worry about all it ain't It ain't there to worry about. That's that's what it is. It's gone. Okay, it ain't. You didn't want that cut. <laughs> Stop lying. You didn't want a shag. Yeah, just take this, this out and leave it back. The shag. You didn't want that. I mean, you was a little girl. That's not what you pictured. Like what, what looked beautiful on you. You got. You're forced into that position. Some of y'all do that even with mates. You know, I don't even want no man or nothing. I just want to. I want to lay in the bed by myself. I want to be able to. I had an old woman tell me that once, who I had been working with for years, and I told her, "You keep on the way you're going." And she told me that one day. She was like, "You know, chief, if I if I if I if I just if I'm in the bed and and you know, me want to fart, I can just fart by myself. I fart and I don't have to worry about anybody." Telling me anything like that and them type of things. I just, you know, I want to fart. I fart. So you're telling me, this is a sister I've been working with for like 15, 20 years. And I told her like, yo, you, you better listen. You, you, you stay on this road 
and she'd be on the phone crying, Chief, I'm so alone, and I want to share my life with someone. And then finally got to the part. Now, you acting like being single is worth being able to fart in the bread in the bed. You know, man, man why not fight? But just fight. Get out of here with that. Get off of it. Come off it. You know, so this is what I'm saying, man. Like, <laughs> you know, I'm trying to give you the warnings now, man. And warning comes before destruction, man. You know what I'm saying? So, wait, you were saying, yeah, fought. Fart. She says, fought. No one fought. No one fought. And no one can there and say nothing. And fought is my business. Me want me want fought. Me just fought. <laughs> me want fought. <laughs> She's still alone. <laughs> She's still alone. <laughs> and eating things that she ain't got no business eating. That's how she farting in her sleep all night. Like it's like water for chocolate, you know. But um, so that's all I'm saying. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm giving you warning, man. I'm not sitting here trying to browbeat you. Trust me, because I would be more popular if I didn't. If I just affirmed every dumb thing that you want to do. Yeah, sister, it's a new day. This ain't like back in the days, you know. You got your cell phone. You go out there. There's a problem. You just call for help on your cell phone. Or, sis, you could take a martial arts class. Sis, you can get your concealed and carry permit. Somebody come up on you the wrong way. You know what to do. You ain't got to work. You keep listening to these, these mama boys, effeminate dudes who don't give a damn about your spiritual being. It's not just about what happens to you culturally and socially, we're talking about your soul. If I function in a woman's place long enough, what do you think begins to happen to my spirit? Hey, you ever seen that movie, um, Why Did I Get Married? Was it the, I think it was the first one or the second one? You know, joined with Malik Yoba, Janet Jackson, Tyler Perry. Look at that scene when Tyler Perry is arguing with his wife and he's going up the steps. I, and I don't watch Tyler Perry movies. Only reason I watched that one because he didn't have a dress on. So I was like, all right, finally one I can watch. You know, so I watched that one and I watched the other one where he, with with, with the brother from Soul Food, um, um, Rock Rock Dunbar, because I like Rock Dunbar. I like that brother. He's real cool. Um, I can't remember the name of the movie, though. It was the one where his wife was cheating on him. I don't remember. But if he doesn't have a dress on and I don't really watch him anyway. Cause I'm like, I find him very offensive generally. Right. But sometimes I watch these little things. So that way what I'm speaking about is relevant. So I'm not totally out of loop, but I watched that movie and seen that. <laughs> I seen that, that Coke bottle shape <laughs> on Tyler Perry. I said, Whoa, <laughs> that man got some hips on him, boy. Oh my goodness. He got some hips on him. You know, I'm like, all he need is a little half shirt with a belly ring you know? <laughs> and some low cut jeans. <laughs> so, you know, the spirit will direct the thoughts. And in the thoughts where, where the mind is, the body follows. You see, I am not saying anything. I mean, I am saying we all know. I mean, it's no secret at this point. You know what I mean? Especially those of us in the industry. We, all, we knew about him back when he was doing plays in Atlanta. You know what I mean? But... And plus, anybody who wants to wear a dress that much is, is 
you know what I'm saying? You, you're that way, my man. You, you're that way, you know? So where the mind is, the body goes. You see what I'm saying? So I'm trying to get you out of that mind of sickness because then a sick life will follow. Now, if you don't want to do it and you want to be sick, go be sick. <laughs> you know, like if you like, well, yeah, I don't think I need a man for this. Night. All right. I don't think I need a woman for the. Okay. Me? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to keep macking at the level that I'm going to keep macking at. And you probably wondering how old behind man like me got, you know, younger women chasing after me and stuff like that. It's because I know my I know my place and I know her place and I'm not going to bend on that. So the universe just keeps bringing them in. Come on in. <laughs> just keeps bringing them in because I'm not violating my position. So what's radiating off of me is masculinity, is manhood. You, you see what I'm saying? So this is what I'm saying, man. Like, you know, the things that I'm, I'm showing you how to radiate femininity. You know, and, and it's not something that you, it's not a like a switch you just turn off. Well, when a man comes around, then I'll let him do this. Or I'll be submissive when I when the man comes. He won't come because you're not radiating that. So you're, you're confusing to the universe. So you just kind of stay over there as an anomaly. You're confusing. You, you see what I'm saying? Me, I'm not confusing. My mind, my thought, my spirit, my body are all in alignment with one another. You see, so now it's clear. Oh, okay, man. I know what to do with man. I know what to do with woman. This other stuff in between, I'm going to treat that like a fungus. Now, you you think about what the all, all the classifications of that stuff in between might be. I'm not going to say, you know, that algorithm is ain't ready to pounce on you. But all that stuff in between, how is it regarded? It's, it's very similar with the food. Like I said, we think everything that grows out of the ground we're supposed to eat. Some of that stuff is the earth expelling funguses. Some of it is the earth having a bowel movement. Some of it is the earth having pimples. And we come along, I'm eat this mushroom, I'm eat this, I'm eat that. Everything ain't for that. You see? So sometimes we don't realize that the earth follows what we do. The earth is a macrocosmic experience and projection of us as, as microcosms. So if we're creating these in-between experiences, even within our culture, our culture and our society is going to have bowel movements. Our culture and our society is going to have pimples, you see. And then we look at that as advancement and not realizing that those are things that needed to be faded away, especially if they're things that are brought forth that, that are sterile. Some of these cultures are sterile. They can't reproduce themselves other than with recruitment and abduction. That's the only way they re they recruit. Grow. That's the only way they recruit. They can't naturally forward themselves. You, you see what I'm saying? So me coming and being a man, I can produce more men. Not even biologically, but I can produce more men because the universe leans towards what it is that, that I'm presenting. You being a woman, you can produce more women because the universe leans towards that. And the other things in between get purged and clean. So I'm trying to, you know, get you to avoid from being purged and cleaned out. And I know some of the things I'm saying may not feel good, but again, this is where the ministry begins. Can you listen and be obedient? 
or do you want or is your lower, lower nature always firing up nonsense and why do i say it's nonsense because you can never ever prove what it is that you're saying well, I got to do this. Why I got to do that? Well, t well, you the burden of proof is on you. Why should you do it your way? I could break down 20 different ways why you should do it, but you show me. And then you'll start with the deep breath. Well, I mean, and then you won't answer the question. That's the first sign. I mean, well, I mean, I understand what you're saying, but I'm just saying, answer the, the, the question. Answer what I just said. I, well, I... I, it'll be a whole bunch of that. Now you think about who's speaking to you and speaking through you when it's not based upon knowledge. If it's based upon knowledge, you can logically break it down. When it's based upon water and emotion and feeling, then it falls apart. If it's based upon spirit, you can't build a house in the middle of the air. It will fall apart. It's not based on the building blocks of life or knowledge. One, today is October 1st. Today's mathematic is, mathematics is one. Knowledge is what we build on. We build on knowledge. It's the solid piece that we start things on. You see? We don't build on wisdom. We don't build on understanding. We don't even build on equality. We build on knowledge. That's, that's the first building block that we start at. Knowing and like we look at it sometimes knowing the ledge, knowledge, knowing the ledge, right? So what does the ledge represent? The ledge represents the contours, the definitions, the boundaries. That's the ledge. So I have to know, I have to knowledge my ledge as a man. I have to knowledge myself as a man. I have to knowledge my boundary, my definition as a man. You see? And that's what I begin to build on. Instead of like, well, I could do some of this and I could do some of that and I could do some of And what you're going to find is that you never do anything. Can't build like that. You got to build knowing your defined space, and then once you know your defined space within a cipher, then you know what's what's left. We call that the yin and yang symbol. We know where, which is really it's just two snakes, you know. But so we know where the white is, and we know where the black is, and then there's the two dots in between that represent, you know, that those middle points for each of them. There's and then there's a line where they where they coincide, where they live together. But then there's a whole nother existence, you see, all within that same cipher. So you got to knowledge self. You got to knowledge your, your, yourself as a woman, knowledge yourself as a man. And then you find your defining points. And let me tell you something. You don't let anyone violate them for anything. You don't let anyone violate them for nothing. I'm not. No. You protect your womanhood. You protect your manhood like you protecting your life because the truth is it is your life. It is your life. Because like I said, you start functioning as something in between. You start functioning as something outside of that. Then the universe starts to see you as nothing but a virus that has to be purged. Because you're not a part of the evolutionary cycle. You know, I spoke about this in 14 Keys. When something exists inside of a community that does not have an equal reciprocal exchange with that community, then the, then the community will starve it out. That's what happens. The community begins to turn on it. And destroy it. You see, because it does not belong there. Well. So, do what thou wilt. That is the whole of the law. But just understand in doing what thou wilt. Um, there are consequences that come. And if you're clearly expressing to me that you don't want those consequences. Then I'm, my job as a teacher, I'm not your friend. 
I'm your teacher. I'm not your friend. And I'm not everybody's teacher. I'm talking to our new people now. We ain't buddies. We ain't buddies. We ain't partners. And we ain't friends. And if gains gets away with my money, you're going to be sorry you ever met me. You know? But um, my job is not here to, to be your buddy. I, I have friends. I have family. We, You know? My job is to give you the food that you know you're supposed to eat that you don't feel like eating. You know, that asparagus that you put to the side of your plate and the vegetables, you're like, I'll get to that later. Right now, I want to dig into this cornbread and this mother chicken and these gravy potatoes. My job is, is to put the vegetables right back in the middle of the plate. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Here we go. You know, I got to do the choo-choo train. Choo -choo. Well, you want choo-choo or airplane? Which one? <laughs> you know, and if you still, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm, then now I got to... <laughs> oh, give thanks, Kashia. Give thanks. I appreciate that. Nine, nine, nine. <laughs> you know, my job is, is is to do that. That's that's my main job, to be honest with you, is to feed you the food that you know you're supposed to eat but don't want to eat. It's an ugly job, but somebody got to do it. All right, I'm not going to keep you any longer. Um, it's our day to prepare for um things coming forth and like i said it's that first so we're building forward on the, on that knowledge and um you know um i know some of these things are a rough ride but just understand like i said your ability to listen to the small orders create the big realities and we're not all here to do the big stuff and trust me the big stuff ain't as glorious as you think it is you know I, I often wish, man, I wish, I, I, I keep it real, I wish my ministry was to be the blacksmith. Let me just be somewhere in my shop. Leave me alone. <laughs> I would love to just be in the shop by myself and just doing my work and not having to talk, not having to say things that make people go, I don't like chief. I, <laughs> you know, I. I don't like having to be that guy, but I'm obedient to, to what I'm being told to do. That's all. Until I'm told to do something else, you know? So, oh, give thanks, Ricochet. One. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm playing. We got some numbers here that, I, that I'm playing with. But I appreciate that so much. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. 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 Thank you kindly. You know? Um, yeah, man. So, um, yeah, just give thanks, man, everybody. You're so welcome, Iris McCabe. You're so welcome. And for all of you who said thank you, um, I think I greeted everyone. You know, I don't think I missed anybody. But um, if I did, please just blame it on my brain, not my heart. My heart is there, but my, my brain might have, you know, did something else, you know. But, um, yeah, just, just grow, you know. Um, you know, just, just consider the things that have been said, man. And like I said, you do what you feel like doing. This is not fire and brimstone. You don't do it, you, you know. But I'm telling you what the consequences are. And if you're saying, oh, I don't care, I'll take those consequences. All right, cool. <laughs> you know, Miss Vine and Roses, you're welcome. And greetings to you. I didn't see you earlier in there. You know, um, you're willing to take the consequences, and that's cool, too. You know what I mean? Like, we all have our own burden to carry but I think it's a very sad and hurtful thing. I've 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 been there myself personally, where I, where I've gone through things in life, and I'm like, man, I wish I had someone who would have just told me. I would have listened, <laughs> you know. Or sometimes I may have been friends with people, and in a relationship, and things happen, 
and people, other people knew what was going on, and they're like, "Well, we didn't tell you because we think he's going to listen." I would have listened, <laughs> you know. So the least you could do is just kind of put it out there, and then you guys do what you want with it. All right. But yeah, man, um, be well today, be safe, and um, you know, just think about those moments to be obedient. That's all. If you're told to put the pick the clothes up and put them back on the shelf, put them back on the shelf. If you know you got an elderly neighbor. And something tells you, just go ring their bell, see if they're right. Just go ring the bell. Five minutes. Well, maybe not, you know, old people. But, you know, peace, Olga. Peace, greetings. You know, um, but, you know, just, just try to go with that flow of those divine hunches. Because they feel different. They feel much different than your own personal insight. And you'll start to you'll start to be able to tune out when it's lower order spirits trying to talk to you, when it's ancestors trying to talk to you. When it's in your own subconscious and when it's the voice and the, and, the hink, and the inklings from the almighty. After a while, the more you do it, the more it will, um, you, you, you'll, you'll learn the frequency. You know, after a while, you'll be like, yeah, okay, I know that one. And sometimes it will hit you in different places. You know, like you'll notice that every time I, in the back of my head, I get this little warm feeling and then I get a voice, you know, or hair or, or it, my top of my head starts to itch. <laughs> you know, you'll start to get clear on when, when the voice of the creator, how it speaks to you, you'll know that voice. And it speaks to us differently, some like through song and music and things like that. But, you know, um, start tuning into it. And I'm telling you, you can start today because it's always talking. This ain't a far off thing. I guarantee you by tomorrow or even in the comments of this segment, it'll be like, yeah, because today it's an everyday, all day sort of thing. All right. So everyone be well, be safe, stay strong. Anu people, make sure you get your movements in today and make sure you read some of the Anu way today. You know what I mean? Keep the food coming in, keep the light coming in and keep your body strong, keep your mind strong, keep your spirit strong. You know what I mean? And stay in alignment with, with your soul and stay in your place and just expand what that place is. And, you know, whether you're a man or whether you're a woman, you know, it's all love. You know, you're more than welcome, Ali Isha. Peace, 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 everyone. Be well.